everyone. Welcome to my podcast, Scales and Tales, where all Wings of Fire and Warriors fans can sell their differences and come together as one. I'm your host, Juniper Hart, and in this episode, I'm going to be talking about Wings of Fire. If you haven't read Wings of Fire or any of the series, then I suggest you don't listen to this episode as it might contain spoilers for any of the books you haven't read. I'm also going to be talking about a different series, Hunger Games, written by Suzanne Collins. But don't worry. If you haven't read the series, then in just a little bit, I'm going to explain to you what The Hunger Games is all about. Before we start, shout out to Charmoon for leaving me some nice comments on Spotify. And now, without further ado, let's get into this episode. Let me explain something first. So, The Hunger Games is a dystopian series written by Suzanne Collins in which the government is trying to solve overpopulation. The government divides their country into 12 districts, and every year they pick one young man and one young woman under the age of 18 to basically fight to the death in a forest-like arena to solve overpopulation. And yes, I know this sounds dark. So if you get provoked by any of these things, such as death or battling or basically slaughtering very easily, then I suggest you don't listen to this episode and I will protect your sanity for you. (laughs) Um, And in this episode, I'm going to be putting Wings of Fire Dragons into a Hunger Games simulator. And I'm curious to see how this comes out. Will Moon try to treat her wound with grass and water? Will Clay end up being that really crazy psycho killer? I don't know. And now, without further ado, let's actually get into this episode. I have customized my 12 districts, so let me read them out loud to you. In District 1, I have Clay and Peril. In District 2, I have Riptide and Tsunami. And before I keep going, I am reading these in male to female order, as that is how they do the Hunger Games thingy. In District 3, I have Deathbringer and Queen Glory. In District 4, Quibbly and Moon. District 5, Winter and Kinkajou. District 6, Turtle and Anemone. District 7, Darkstalker and Clearsight. District 8, Blue and Cricket. And you can definitely tell who I shipped, just how I put them in the districts. <laughs> District 9, we have Swordtail and Luna. In District 10, we have Sky and Snowfall. In District 11, we have Grayling and Bryony, a very underrated ship in my opinion. And in District 12, we have Jambu and Pineapple. And yes, I know Pineapple is not a female dragon, but I really wanted to put Jambu x Pineapple in a ship. Jambapple forever! Okay, let's start simulating. Okay, so... Right now, everyone is alive. We are going to continue. Okay, this is day one. Clay finds a jug full of fresh water. Hmm, surprised he hasn't found any food. Peril gathers as much food as she can. Hmm, I wonder if she set it on fire. Riptide takes a couple explosives from near the cornucopia. And just for some clarification, The Chronocopia is like a little supply hub where you can get medicine, you can get weapons, and you can get food, too. Tsunami finds a bow and some arrows. Oh, Katniss, Katniss, Katniss. Okay, um, at this point, I'm rooting for Tsunami. 
Okay, Deathbringer takes a couple explosives from near the cornucopia. Eh, that was expected. I mean, Deathbringer is an assassin after all. Queen Glory rips a backpack out of Quibbly's hands. She's just like, nope, that's mine. Adios, you can go try to survive on your own. Moon runs into the cornucopia and tries to hide from others. Hey, that sounds like Moon. Winter thinks about grabbing supplies, but decides to run for cover instead. Hmm, I wonder if he's going to go find some scavengers. Kikachu and Turtle dash for the same bag of food and supplies. Turtle gets scared and retreats. Anemone and Darkstalker, ooh. Both go for the same axe. Anemone gives up and retreats. Oh no, Clearsight snaps Blue's neck. Clearsight, no, you were so peaceful. No. Wow, we're not even past day one and Blue's already died. I should have favorited Blue so he could stay alive. Oh my gosh. And now we're still on day one. But Cricket finds a backpack full of camping equipment. Surprised she hasn't found a book yet. Swordtail finds a jug full of fresh water. Then, Luna grabs a sickle, and Sky gets a slingshot. I, I'm just picturing Sky with a little slingshot and some rocks, and he's just going like, pew, 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 just kind of hitting everyone and knocking them out with rocks. Just, you know, tiny but not mighty. Snowfall grabs a shield from the ground. Grayling snatches a bottle of medical alcohol and a blade. Oof, oof. First mentioned weapons. <laughs> but Grayling, he, he, she's peaceful. Isn't she a Silkwing? She's a pacifist, I think. Briny breaks Jambu's nose for a basket of... <laughs> I'm sorry, but I find that so hilarious. Okay, here's the last thing of day one. Pineapple snatches some arrows from the cornucopia. And that is the end of day one. So our little summary at the end is um, everyone is alive except for Blue. And now we are on night one. Clay scares Peril off into the distance. Riptide has a mild panic attack. Oh my goodness. Tsunami and Deathbringer create an alliance. Wait, doesn't Tsunami hate Deathbringer with all her guts, though? Queen Glory picks non-poisonous fruit from a tree. Oh, goodness. I didn't want her to die because she's so strong and she's so wise. Quibbly injures himself, tripping over a log. Wow, Quibbly. Not surprised. Moon sings a song while searching for a food source. She finally finds some wild berries. Oh, that's kind of sweet. Winter makes a slingshot with materials from the ground. Kinkajou receives a healthy food from, from a sponsor. Okay, I think this is our first thing from a sponsor. And while I'm at it, I'm going to explain to you what sponsors are. So, before the Hunger Games, the Tributes all like kind of host a parade. And that is how they try to get sponsors, which are people that can send them food, they can send them medicine, they can send them anything they need, to help them win the Hunger Games overall. So right now, Kinkajou is the first one, I think, to receive something from a sponsor, and that is healthy food. Oh no. Turtle set off a string of explosives, killing Anemone. Turtle, you killed your sister! How dare you! Oh my goodness. Darkstalker makes a wooden spear from tree branches. Smart. Oh, gosh. Just bang my 
arm on my desk. Clear sight searches for water and firewood. Very resourceful clear sight. Cricket sees a poison frog but manages to escape. That's Cricket. All your reading is paying off right now. Swordtail, Luna, Sky, and Snowfall raid Grayling's camp while he is away. Ooh, I can see an alliance forming. Bryony tries to kill a squirrel with an arrow. Mm, delicious. No! Jambu steals food and water from Pineapple while she isn't looking. But, but Jambapple? Jambapple is at risk now. And now we are at the end of night one. 22 out of the 24 tributes are still alive. With Blue deceased and Anemone deceased. And Clear Sight and Turtle with each one kill. And I think we should just move on to day two. Oh, wait, I think we're still on night one. <laughs> Clay sees Peril, Riptide, and Tsunami. He tries to trap them and ends up only killing Tsunami? Oh, no. Okay. So, we've only got 21 out of 24 tributes left. Deathbringer cries himself to sleep. Oh, so the big, tough assassin is crying himself to sleep. I mean, I would have probably done the same, but <laughs> I just think that's funny since Deathbringer is so, like... Tough, tough. Queen Glory, Quibbly, Moon, Winter, and Kinkajou aggressively track down and kill Turtle. Oh no, well, I guess Turtle's kind of paying the price for killing his own sister, but... Darkstalker quietly hums in the night. Clearsight and Cricket create a fort for the night. Oh, that's sweet. Especially since Cricket admires Clearsight so much and she loves her and basically kind of worships her like a god. Anyways, I'm getting off track. And now, let's see what Swordtail's up to. Swordtail, Luna, and S Sky and Snowfall joke with each other. Oh, it's the Alliance. Grayling looks at the night stars and Sky and wonders if it's real. I mean, maybe he's having hallucinations, but you know, it's already the night, so he's doing okay. Bryony and Jambu decide to, make a decide to make a peace treaty to make it through the night. Pineapple falls asleep to the sound of people screaming. Oh. Okay, now, at the end of night one, we have four people dead, and only 20 of the tributes left. So we have Tsunami, Turtle, Blue, and Anemone dead. And we have Turtle with one kill, Queen Glory with one kill, Moon with one kill, Kinkaju with one kill, and Clearsight with one kill. Oh, Peril with one kill, Winter with one kill, and Quibbly with one kill. I'd say this is kind of getting dark so far, but like... <laughs> I don't know what to say about this because there are so many of the characters, even from their own district, turning against each other. But I also think this is kind of funny because we all know what the characters are, like what they're known for and what they do. But this simulator doesn't, so it's completely random and, you know, it doesn't know what the characters are like. So when I just pick something random, say Deathbringer crying himself to sleep. It just makes this a little bit funnier. Okay, now we are on day two of the Hunger Games. Clay and Peril hunt for other tributes. Okay, that's a start. They're kind of getting back together, you know, restoring those wounds. Riptide sings a song while searching for a food source. He finally finds some wild berries. Oh, being resourceful, Riptide. Proud of you. Deathbringer scares Queen Glory off into the distance. I think... I think it would be vice versa in the books. Like, Queen Glory scares Deathbringer off into the distance. But, you know, this is a random simulator. 
Quibbly hides in a bush, terrified and scared. You might have another scar soon from this. Moon makes a wooden spear from tree branches. Oh no! Winter spears Kinkajou in the abdomen! No! Winter Jew! I'm so sad. No! Kinkajou! I could have saved you, Kinkajou! Anyways. Darkstalker constructs shelter with sticks and grass. I don't think that's gonna hold up very well, Darkstalker. Clearsight rests in a ravine and finds comfort thinking of her father. Aww. I don't think her father has a name, though. But still, I like Clearsight's father. Crooked and Swordtail hunt for other tributes. Oh, they're not even the same district. And still, they're... And especially since Swordtail hates Cricket so much. Ooh, Luna discovers a hidden pathway. Sky has a mild panic attack? What? But Sky's so happy. <laughs> Snowfall and Grayling split up to search for much-needed resources. Bryony tries to kill Jambu, but Jambu is able to escape. Whew, okay, Jambu, you gotta stay alive. Pineapple makes a slingshot with materials from the ground. And that there marks the end of day two, I think. So, we have five people dead. Tsunami, Blue, Anemone, Kinkajou, and Turtle, all sadly. And I think that means we have 19 dragons left. Okay, so let's move on to night two. Alright, before we move on to night two... Let's give this a little bit of a Scales and Tails twist. So, out of the um, 19 tributes that are still alive, I'm going to randomly pick one. Okay, um, I'm just going to do this on my cursor screen. And stop. Oh, Swordtail. Okay, so I guess I'm rooting for Swordtail now. And here's the gist. If Swordtail dies by the end of the game, then I have to sing the My Little Pony song. So... Hopefully I don't, but let's move on to night two. <clears throat> Clay, Peril, and Riptide have a deep conversation and discuss the challenge that will come the next morning. Deathbringer, Queen Glory, and Quibbly do the same thing that Clay, Peril, and Riptide did. They had a deep conversation. Moon tries to treat her infection with water and grass. I'm psychic. I'm psychic. <laughs> I, I swear, I did not read this before, but Moon, she did it. No. Let's hope she doesn't die, though, because Moon's one of my favorite characters. Winter and Darkstalker talk about the tributes past and still alive. Oh, guess they're kind of that, res they're restoring that hatred they have for each other. Um, but you know, this is a simulator. Let it do what it wants. Ooh, Clear Sight receives a gourmet five-course me meal from an unknown sponsor. Hmm, fancy. Cricket sees a fire, but stays in place. Good girl, Cricket. Good girl. <laughs> Swordtail, Luna, Sky, and Snowfall, the iconic alliance, sleep in shifts, trying to protect each other. That's, that's very wise. Grayling feels delirious and forgets where he is. Oh no, Grayling, we need Bryony to save you. Bryony thinks about winning and what life would be like. Oh, so she's not thinking about Grayling. She's thinking about her um, chances of winning. Oh no, Jambu poisons Pineapple's drink, but Pineapple knowingly switches drinks and Jambu dies? No, Jambapple! 
Jemvapple is no longer in the Hunger Games. No. Um, I'm gonna go cry now, okay? We are on day three now, and so much has happened already. Ooh, let's see what Clay's doing. Well, Clay's making a slingshot with materials from the ground. Oh no, Peril died from hypothermia in the jungle? But she's a fire scales. She's able to make fire like whatever. She could probably set someone else on fire, but... Oh boy. Peril, I feel bad for you. Riptide bashes Deathbringer's head in with a... A something. I can't pronounce it. I don't know what that is. But... Gosh, two people have died in like the span of 30 seconds. Gosh. Queen Glory sees Quibbly, but decides to stay quiet and let him pass. Good choice. We don't want a third person dying today. Moon sprains her ankle while running away from Winter. Yeah, because Winter was probably chasing her, screaming, I love you, I love you, I love you, Moon! No, please be mine! Please break up with Quibbly! <laughs> oh, I guess I was wrong. We've got another death. Darkstalker dies from an infection. Oh, Clearsight chases Cricket. But they just had an alliance. Oh, Swordtail and Luna create an alliance. Ooh, Swordtail X Luna forever. Sky, Snowfall, and Grayling get into a squabble. Snowfall escalates and it kills them both. Oh. No, Sky. Swordtail is not dead yet, though, so I don't have a chance of singing the My Little Pony song. Bryony dies from a lack of any substantial water or food. Bryony. Well, she's in Starkland. Not Starkland. She's in Dragon Heaven with Grayling. <laughs> Pineapple hides in a bush, terrified and scared. Poor Pineapple. He probably misses Jambu. Okay, so we're at the end of day three. And we have one, two, three. We have 12 people dead already. And that means we have half of our tributes left. 12 tributes. Thankfully, Swordtail has not died. And, let's see. I'm pretty sure at least one person is dead from each tribute, so... I mean, not tribute, district. I'm getting my words mixed up. But anyways, let's move on to night three. I'm a little scared to see what happens. <laughs> no, Clay! Clay dies from starvation! But he's like the... He's the big eater guy. He... Probably would have eaten Clearsight's five-course meal if he had the chance. <laughs> Riptide and Queen Glory sleep in ships, placing full trust in each other. Hmm. Quibbly, Moon, Winter, and Clearsight sleep in ships, trying to protect each other. Huh. Quinter Watcher. I like that. <laughs> Cricket thinks about winning and what life would be like. Hmm. Swordtail huddles up next to a fire and cooks the meat he hunted earlier in the day. Yes, being resourceful, Swordtail. Go, go, go. You got this. Please, win this for me. <laughs> Luna is unable to start a fire and is extremely uncomfortable. Aww. Snowfall and Pineapple fall asleep holding hands. How dare you, Pineapple? How dare you? Your, your mate is dead and now you're just holding hands with Snowfall falling asleep? And at the end of night three... We have 13 people dead, leaving 11 of the tributes left. Well, this has certainly been an interesting Hunger Games so far. Day 4, let's see what this brings. 
Riptide practices his knife knife throwing and archery. Queen Glory, uh, what is Queen Glory doing? Is pricked by thorns while pricking berries. Of course, a rain ring obsessed with fruit is being pricked by something. <laughs> Quibbly discovers a water source. Moon and Winter split up to search for much needed resources. Clear Sight fishes in the water for some food. Hmm. I think she likes fish. Uh, Cricket falls into a deep valley and dies. No. Cricket! Uh, no, you're my favorite. Miss Cricket, how'd you, why'd you have to die? Well, Blue died too, so. Dragon Heaven with Blue, kind of like Grayling and Bryony. <laughs> Swordtail tries to kill a squirrel with an arrow. Is he successful? Is he not? I don't know. Luna defeats Snowfall in a fight, but spares her life. Oh, Pineapple tries to kill a squirrel with an arrow. So, this, these days are getting shorter as we lose more tributes. So, I think right now we have 14 tributes dead, 10 tributes alive, and like I said last time, I think there is at least one person from each district dead. So, let's move on to night four and see what it brings. Wow. Riptide, Queen Glory... Quibbly, Moon, and Winter aggressively track down and kill Clear Sight. Oh my. Mm, wow. Swordtail wounds Luna in a confrontation but spares her life. Whew. Snowfall tries to sing herself to sleep. Aw, that's kind of wholesome. Pineapple huddles up next to a fire and cooks the meat he slash she hunted earlier in the day. Wow. So. Uh, let me do the math. 15 tributes dead. Nine tributes left. The wire. Many deaths the next day. Riptide sees a poison fog but manages to escape. Oof, thank goodness, Riptide. Queen Glory receives a water spile from a sponsor. Okay, yes, we're getting up. We're getting the sponsors back in the game again. Okay, okay. Quibbly is killed by a poisonous arrow shot by Moon? But they're from the same district. <laughs> Winter searches for water. Swordtail tries to kill Luna, but she is able to escape. Yes, Swordtail, I mean, I don't want you to kill anyone, but please, win the game, win the game, win the game, please. Snowfall discovers a hidden pathway, and Pineapple tries to kill a squirrel with an arrow. I forgot to mention, but we are on night five, and I have a feeling that this is going to be a relatively short night since we don't have many tributes left. So, Riptide huddles up next to a fire and cooks the meat he hunted earlier in the day. Queen Glory huddles up next to a fire and cooks the meat she hunted earlier in the day. Oh, okay, so the next thing, I'm just not going to read it because it's probably going to be very, um, it's going to hit some people very hard. So, I'm just not going to read it, but all I'm going to say, Moon and Winter have died. Swordtail wounds Luna in a confrontation again, but spares her life. Oh my goodness. Snowfall lets Pineapple into her campsite. Okay, so we have... Uh, uh, we have six tributes left with 18 dead. We are, like I said, we're getting down to the wire. Oof. Let's move on to day six. Okay. Riptide tries to sleep in order to reduce stress. Great job, Riptide. Being healthy. Oh no! Queen Glory's bear trap killed Swordtail inadvertently. 
Well, you guys know what that means. Okay. <clears throat> my little pony. My little pony. Friendship and sparkles and all that kind of sweet stuff. My little pony. I have a non-existent social life. My little pony. Please don't let Sorkill die again. Ah, la la la. Oh gosh, what did I agree to? Oh goodness. Well, let's move on to night six. We have only five tributes left. So this is going to be going very quickly. Yeah. Riptide cooks his some cooks his some squirrels. What? I don't think that's how, that's not proper grammar. And enjoys eating more than he thought. Having a nice feast there, Riptide, aren't you? Aw, Queen Glory thinks about her family. Well, Jambapple. I mean, Jambu. Sorry, I'm still thinking of Jambapple, but... She, I, bet she's, I bet you she's thinking of Jambu. It's kind of sweet. Luna receives a gourmet five-course meal from an unknown sponsor. And like Luna, S Snowfall receives a hatchet and water from an unknown sponsor. And Pineapple falls asleep from a tree. Well, that's kind of predictable since he's a rain wing. Okay, thankfully no one died today, but maybe the next day we'll bring something else. Riptide makes a slingshot with materials from the ground. Riptide's doing pretty good. I wonder if he'll win. Queen Glory climbs up a tree to make a resting spot. Luna sings a song while searching for a food source. She finally finds some wild berries. Whoop. Well, Snowfall slips on a frozen river and drowns. Oh, poor Snowfall. Pineapple sees poison fog, but manages to escape. Wow. So, we only have four tributes left, which means 20 tributes have already died. Well, oh wow, this is getting interesting. Oh no! Riptide kills Queen Glory with her own sword. Oh my goodness. Riptide, that means we only have three. Luna stays awake all night on pure adrenaline. It's a lot of energy. You've got that, let's call it sky energy. Luna's got some sky energy right now. Pineapple receives fresh fruit and materials from an unknown sponsor. Honestly, at this point, I'm rooting for Pineapple. And no, if he dies, I'm not going to sing the My Little Pony song. Riptide kill- whoa. <laughs> okay, we're on day eight. And Riptide has already killed Luna for her medical supplies and food. And Pineapple questions his sanity. Poor Pineapple. Poor Luna. Poor Riptide, too, because, you know, he's been through a lot right now. So now we've only got two left. We're really getting down to the wire here. Gosh. <gasps> so this is the final day. Riptide poisons Pineapple's drink, but Pineapple knowingly switches drinks and riptide dies like he did before and now we all know who the winner is but congratulations to pineapple for winning the um first annual wings of fire hunger games yay well at least we've got a good wholesome character winning here That's all I have for this episode of Scales and Tales. I hope you enjoyed this very interesting Hunger Games episode with a Scales and Tales and Wings of Fire twist. If you did enjoy this episode, you can find, follow, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also email me at scalesandtalespodcast at gmail.com 
to share with me OCs, fan fictions, give me some feedback about any Wings of Fire or Warriors related stuff, or just to talk to me. Once again, have a great day, and signing off, this is your host, Juniper Hart.